Instant Pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza. Mystic Connecticut. Yeah, I guess the sound quality is what sucked about it. Well, no, no, I thought the sound quality was okay, but the content sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the content's kind of designed to suck a little bit. Yeah, but, like, we should have at least made it more natural, you know? Mm. Oh, well, it was a test run. It was literally the first time we've ever done anything like that in, like, six years. <laughs> like, not even in the mirror by ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So, Unless uh, you have been, I don't know. No, the last thing I recorded was that uh, that sleep hypnosis thing, if you remember. Yeah, which was about six years ago. Yeah, that was about six years ago. That was when we were doing the other podcast. It was like a promo for it, almost. So, uh, what happened on the bus today? Okay, so, I was on the bus here today, because I've been taking the bus a lot, because I don't want to take Uber anymore. Uh-huh. Because Uber cost me, like, $100 a week. Really? Probably more than that, actually. Maybe more than that. I've been falling into a little bit of a Uber Eats hole lately, which is like a new way for Uber to take money from me. Yeah. But it's like so convenient. You can just get food from anywhere yeah. at the same price that you would get it ordinarily, but then add $5 for, for Uber Eats. Huh. No tip. That's almost worth it. That's definitely worth it, because I'm always giving $5 Well, I consider almost anyway. worth it definitely worth it also. Yeah. So... I don't know. Talking to the wrong guy. So what happened on the bus, though? I was on the bus today, and I was just sitting there, and I heard, like, I heard raised voices. Mm-hmm. So I had my earbuds in, so I pressed play, or pressed pause on, uh, what was I listening to? The Star Wars Minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this lady, like, right next to me, yelling. I was in the seat. She was standing up. Mm-hmm. And she was yelling at this guy behind her. Like, she was on the phone with her friend, and yelling at this guy behind her at the same time. And apparently, from what she was saying, he was whispering racial slurs into her ear. Uh-huh. Was this a, uh, a black woman? Yes, this was a black woman. Okay. He was a white guy. He mm-hmm. didn't, like, I don't know, he looked like a normal guy. Uh-huh. I don't know, but I guess you never know these days, right? It takes all types. <laughs> but no, she was apparently yelling at him. She was like, I'm not going to take that shit. And he was like, he, all he kept saying was, I'm not racist. Like, that was, like, his only response back. Oh, He was like, I'm not racist. See, you didn't mention that when you told me before. Well, you know, I just... Makes it sound like he probably was whispering racial slurs. Yeah, I'm still a little bit confused about what happened, because that was his only answer, and that was... Like, it seemed like it was the only answer he was willing to give. Uh Uh-huh. Like, he was just like, I'm not racist. And she was like, I know what you said, you know what you said, I'm not gonna take that shit on this bus... Blah, 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 all this stuff. And he just kept saying, I'm not racist. Mm-hmm. And, like, I almost pulled, like, got my camera and, you know, like... But I guess I was, like, I don't know. I was too close to them. And I'm the pussy about filming people on the bus. Because <laughs> then what if I become who she's yelling at? Yeah. And then my only answer is, I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm not racist. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, yeah, that was weird. But then the guy, like, uh, he, like, turned around and, like, started just, like, slowly creeping away towards the back of the bus. Uh-huh. 
which was, you know, full of other people who were angry at him, uh-huh. I'm assuming. And uh, Which bus was this? This was the 113 from, you know... He probably should have just gotten off the bus and taken the next 113. Yeah, I think that's probably what he did. I think he might have gotten off at the next stop. So, yeah. anyway, that's the story that I have for today. That's what happened to me. Anyway, so uh, I guess that's our intro. So, this is the Mystic Pizza Minute which is a show in which we're going to discuss the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle, America's sweetheart, Julia Roberts, Mystic Pizza. We're going to go through it a minute by minute. If you've listened to Star Wars Minute or any of their other imitators, you're familiar with the uh, the format of this podcast. We're going to be doing two episodes a week. Uh, that seems doable. I wanted three. Why did you want two? Uh, because three is a hell of a lot of work, it turns out. And it turns out that this is work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh. If you, I'm not sure what made it into the uh, the intro there, but like this is our second attempt at this. I felt like our first attempt was just a little dry and yeah. Well, like I said before, yeah, we haven't done this in like six years, Mm -hmm. so uh, you know we just didn't practice. So yesterday was a practice one, and we're gonna scrap the practice. Even though I don't think it was too bad, but I'm already liking this one a lot better though. The sound quality was real shitty in it because it turns out we don't know how to play with sounds and we're crowded around one big round microphone i was trying to do it like like instagram i was like it's like instagram but with sounds so i was like (laughs) make it sharper (laughs) and you were like there's no sharper uh you know tool yeah no i think sharper is mostly a visual quality it didn't need to be sharper though sounds can be sharp Mm. here's here's a sharp sound ready Okay, let's stop making noises in the camera. I felt like that was something that was not great about yesterday's episode. <laughs> so, like, that's gonna we're gonna, there's gonna be a lot of sound effects in this podcast, everybody. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the human you sound effect machine. Don't let John Debbie Windsor. Downer over here. Did we here. mention our names, by the way? Oh, I'm uh, John Windsor. I'm from Media, Pennsylvania. I'm David Holford, and I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we used to do a podcast called the Lunar Media Broadcast, but uh, I don't know that just stopped one well, day. Well, nobody was listening to it, so. You know, if you make a podcast in the woods and nobody's around to hear it, did it even happen? Mm-hmm. And by woods, we mean the Temple University area. Yeah. The woods. The, the, the concrete right jungle. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the very first mo- movie, the very first movie of this minute. <laughs> the very first minute of this movie, Mystic Pizza, which came out in 1988, starring America's Sweetheart, mm-hmm. uh, Julie Roberts. And, uh, Mystic Pizza was directed by Donald Petrie, uh-huh. who also directed Grumpy Old Men, uh-huh. Richie Rich, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, and my favorite, My Life in Ruins. I don't with, think I've seen... I saw Grumpy Old Men. With Nia Vardalos. But I, I haven't seen the others. I saw Grumpy Old Man, I saw Richie Rich, I saw How Lose Guy in 10 Days. I guess I might have seen Richie I Rich. I saw My Life in Ruins, and I've seen them all once. But I mean, you know, I would have seen it as a child. Right around the times that they came out, and mm. I don't mm. know, they were okay. Grumpy Old Man was probably... Uh, probably my Life in Ruins was really good. Really? Wait, are you saying that that movie was better than Grumpy Old Man? <laughs> my, okay, let me tell you about My Life in Ruins. So I was mm-hmm. sitting around one day... And there was this Neovar Dallas movie on TV. Mm-hmm. I think it was on like HBO. Mm-hmm. So of, I was of like, the Greek wedding. I was like, ooh, the, the new Nia. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was like, ooh, the new Neovar Dallas movie. I wonder if she directed this. So like, I went through the whole thing thinking that she directed it, but it turns out she didn't. Mm-hmm. Donald Petrie, who directed Mr. Pizza, directed 
My Life in Ruins, starring Nia Vardalos. And uh, Richard Dreyfuss is in it. He's really good. He has this crazy monologue uh, where he's like at this wishing stone and he's pretending to be the wishing stone. Uh-huh. And he's like, he's talking to Nia Vardalos and he's like, you could do anything you want with your life. Great. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a great movie. I feel like I'm not selling it well, so I'm just going to say that Harlow Williams and Rachel Dratch steal the whole show. Well, Richard Dreyfuss is always a welcome presence in anything he's in. Right? Yeah, that is true, but, oh, God, it's it's hard sometimes. It's real hard. You see him in Jaws, and then you see him in... What else has he done? <laughs> That's a good question. Mr. Holland's Opus. Mr. Holland's Opus. There you go. How many was, more can you name? Was that actually Can you good? get up the five Richard Dreyfuss roles? Okay, My Life in Ruins. Uh-huh. Jaws. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Holland's Opus. Uh-huh. Uh, Piranha 3D. He was in Piranha 3D? Okay. What are we up to? That's four. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, the Close Encounters. Oh, yeah. 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 You okay, go. you did it. Good I job. Will. Um. So the minute we're covering the day is basically just opening credits. So you've got like the MGM logo comes in, and then the what is it? The the Samuel Goldwyn uh, company. You know the white cursive on the blue background thing. And yeah, then, I didn't really do too much about the Samuel Goldwyn company. Is that still around? Is MGM still around? MGM Studios in Disney World is no longer around. Now it's called Disney Hollywood. Yeah, I don't Studios. think MGM is around anymore. They used That's to do shame. all the James Bonds. So, um, no wait, no wait. I'm thinking of United Artists. Mm-hmm. What did MGM do? Cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think they just all became Sony. Everyone. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the like the production company logos show up, and then the names of the actresses start showing up. Now this is played over a like a slideshow of. Uh, photos of presumably the cast members as children were supposed to le- be led to believe that they are the characters growing up. So there's a lot of like kind of pre Photoshop uh, photographic manipulation going on. It's yeah. very evident. It's like they told you know Annabeth Gish, Julie Roberts, and Lily Taylor to all bring in like baby pictures of themselves, and then they cut up those photos, and yeah, put with them like, together, yeah, with like scotch tape and like you know safety scissors. They yeah, cut it, these it, pictures up. Once you see it, it's very obvious that some of these characters don't have the hair that they actually had in the original picture, but instead have a child's approximation of what hair looks like right. on over top of them. Yeah, and what looks like it looks like somebody got like a color pencil or like a paint color pencil or something and just got, like, you know, an actual photograph and just drew a different kind of hair on some of the little girls because who the hell knows? Right. Like, you know, maybe maybe they had really out-of-date haircuts. Or this isn't a period piece, right? So, like, say if no. we were going to make a movie today that was set in the 1950s and we wanted to use childhood photos of us, like, uh... I think you would probably say, like, I don't think that so many kids had rat tail bowl cut combinations back in the 1950s. <laughs> well, to be fair, neither did I. Yeah. But I did once have a rat tail for, like, a, a half a day. No, I had a rat tail and a bowl cut at the same time. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, I remember, it was like one of those really harsh bowl cuts, too, where it was like, Oof. your hair is straight down and then it goes just, like, edge. Yeah. Like the Dumb and Dumber bowl cut. Well, no, no, no. This was like more like a layered thing. So it was like a crew cut on the back, except at the very bottom, it was a rat tail. Ooh. Yeah, no, it was a really bad haircut. Ooh. Uh, thankfully, there aren't a lot of photos of that period of my life. You know, the whole, like, 
18 through 21 period. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the day? What do you call the day when you burn all those? Uh, what? I don't know. I was just trying to make that up. It didn't work. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so what else do we have to cover in this minute? Uh, so what were the names that were listed on the part of the credits that we've, uh, sat through? Okay, well, so the first name is Annabeth Gish. Mm-hmm. So this might be a movie about Annabeth Gish and not so much Julia Roberts. Hmm. Which I was kind of thinking. I don't even think Julia Roberts so much stars in this. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, her first, like, breakout role. It's like, uh, like, oh, who is in BMX Bandits? Oh, uh... Uh, it was Australian, right? Yeah. Uh, what is her name? She was married to Tom Cruise for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Eyes wide shut. Uh, Penelope Seymour. <laughs> yep. I think that's it. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so Annabeth Gish uh, is the first name in the credits. And then comes Julia Roberts. America's Sweetheart. America's Sweetheart, Julia Roberts. I'm sorry. And uh, what do you think of Julia Roberts? Do you like Julia Roberts? Well, uh, I haven't seen her in too many of her films, so to speak. Like, it's interesting that you're drawing a distinction between this being a starring vehicle for her or not, because I've mostly seen her in supporting roles like like Hook mm-hmm. or uh, the Oceans movies. Right. Um, How many Oceans movies were there? Three. And then they're doing a reboot with, with all-female uh, all cast now, I think. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Nice. I th- but I think it's like a lower number, so it's like Ocean's 9 or something. Hey, bring it on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all in favor of that. How many, uh, how many Julia Roberts movies can you name? Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Pretty Woman. Uh, Aaron Brockovich. Two. Uh, the Blind Side. Three. <laughs> just correcting myself there That was a Sandra Bullock movie Oh man You're still America's it. other sweetheart <laughs> Okay next um, ooh. My best friend's wedding Which I have seen mm-hmm. uh, Mystic Pizza Which I have not seen This right. is my first time seeing it I will be seeing this movie One minute at a time Which I think is as good a mo- way to watch a movie as any Right, right. Yeah, we forgot to mention that neither of us have actually seen Mystic Pizza before. I uh, I once kind of saw it when I was like 10 years old, like with my grandma one afternoon, because mm-hmm. I used to watch movies with my uh, grandma. Movies get watched at your grandma's, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That's how I saw uh, My Fellow Americans, which I still love and cherish today. That's how I saw I saw Die Hard, I think, with my grandma. Yeah, I, uh, I saw a lot of old musicals, a lot of Disney movies with my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um. Ooh. So wait, what were we saying? <laughs> uh, we're talking about Julie Roberts, and then the next name on the list is Lily Taylor. She is the third star of this movie, and she was in uh, the Haunting with Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. and she was in High Fidelity, which you never saw. Yeah. And I, what, what else? Was she? Thanks. <laughs> she was in. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I guess I like her as an actress. Now, which one was The Haunting and which one was The House on Haunted Hill? The House on Haunted Hill had Chris Kattan from SNL in it. He saved the day at the end. <laughs> did he? His ghost did. <laughs> and I thought that was cool as shit when I was a kid, but... Which one was with the hand coming out of the hair in the trailer? That was... That was something else. I don't even think you're which, thinking which, of... <laughs> which one was the one where it's like, uh, I think she's on to us, and then... Harrison Ford goes, who? And she goes, 
Your wife. That was uh, the Robert Zemeckis classic, uh, What Lies Beneath. And we'll of talk. Course. We'll talk a whole lot about that in our Robert Zemeckis podcast. <laughs> yeah, coming soon. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Lily Taylor. She's crazy. She has like a really thick Brooklyn accent, like Christopher Walken. Mm. And um, let's see if that pops out anywhere in this movie because it takes place in Connecticut. We're not even in Brooklyn, so let's see if Lily Taylor can keep that uh, accent of hers inside her head for a little while. You might already know that it was uh, the viewers, the listeners, might already know that this movie is set in Mystic, Connecticut, if they were carefully listening to our theme song, which was uh, played by one Paul something or another. Yeah, the bungler, Paul Hughes, he did all of our our theme song. And and we are very grateful for that. It turned out wonderfully. It's it's much better than the rest of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, real cool dude. He did some, uh, some other music for him. Us and uh, I told him that he officially could say that he wrote a trilogy of songs about the movie Mystic Pizza. Oh, cool! So yeah, we got it's some like mu- enough for an EP. We got some music here, folks. It's going to be fun. This is the only the first episode, so it's not going to be too much more. I guess I have a few more notes about mm-hmm. like uh, you know Mystic Pizza. It's a hundred and four minutes, so it's a hundred and four episodes then. At least yeah, yeah, we got that ahead of us. Don't worry, we, we're on it. Uh, the budget for Mystic Pizza was six million dollars. Six million dollars. That's, a, that's it, uh, not a that's not a small budget. That is not a small budget. Like I mean, it's not a blockbuster budget, but I mean, like uh, I guess I have budgets in the mind because Get Out just uh, cleared a hundred million. Oh, yeah. on a one million dollar budget, Ooh. and so that was one million dollars of movie that you were looking so at. So Get the Out was cost five million dollars less than Mystic Pizza. Yeah. That's crazy. Although, you know, stuff is, like, cheaper nowadays. Yeah. Like, a million dollars probably goes a lot further, because back then you needed, like, film and, like, these big, expensive, prone-to-breaking cameras and people that knew how to use them. Now it's, like, everything's digital. Yeah, you could do it from your phone. Yeah. I could film Get Out on my phone. That movie Tangerine was all shot on iPhones. Yeah. And that got a lot of uh, a lot of positive buzz to that thing. I still haven't seen it, but it's on my Netflix queue. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I keep skimming over it. But uh, um, what was I going to say? Do you think that they rented out the actual Mystic Pizza for this movie? No, because they... it takes months and months and months to shoot pe- to shoot movie. Yeah, but they could have do- done like a lot of scenes at night. You know, it would be closed. it would be honestly cheaper for them to just rebuild Mystic Pizza. Yeah, or just use a pizza set that already exists in mm. like you know the Hollywood and dress it up to lot. look like Connecticut, <laughs> right? But I believe that this. Hey, is what based do you know about Connecticut? Of, uh, I know that there's an actual Mystic Pizza in Connecticut, and I know that my uh, cousin Pat's uh, wife Emily is from Connecticut, mm-hmm. and so our what's very what's nice uh, what are the major cities in Connecticut? Oh. Connecticut. Connecticut. Wait, wait, okay, if I okay, <laughs> Windsor, if I wanted to go to Connecticut uh-huh. uh, and I had a compass, <laughs> right? <laughs> which direction would I uh You would have to go like a little bit up past New York. It's like uh up and to the right of okay, New York. Okay, okay. It's like sitting on New York's uh stage right shoulder. I I believe you. Yeah, but I, I, I what's what's the capital of Connecticut? What's the big city there? Uh, ooh, is it is it Mystic? Because <laughs> uh, 
It's probably close since there's a movie about I, it. I think I probably knew a city in Connecticut, but mm-hmm. like as soon as I learned that Mystic was in Connecticut, it pushed the other city out because I only have enough storage space in my mind for one right. city for Connecticut. I, I keep wanting to say Boston, but Boston is not in Connecticut. <laughs> there might be a uh, Boston, Connecticut. Concord? Concord, Connecticut? Sure. That's the capital. <laughs> Anyway, Mystic Pizza made twelve point eight million dollars. Well, that's the not that office. much. That's they doubled. Yeah, I mean, not compared to so, Get Out, which a hundred times did. You could say budget. that Mystic Pizza didn't do too well. I mean, they well, it, they paid six million to make it, and they only made twelve million back. Uh-huh. They doubled six million. So did it have a lot of cultural I could double impact? Six million is it, in is a it weekend like one myself. of those things? Like you know, they always say that you know. Uh, the Velvet Underground only sold like twenty thousand copies of their original album with Nico, uh-huh. but like every one of the people that bought those twenty thousand copies uh, went and started a band. Is that like what the situation here with Mystic Pizza is? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I think uh, what's his name? I read a quote that Roger Ebert said about Mystic Pizza. He said that it will someday be known for the stars before they became stars. That's like what he said. About oh, he Mr. predicted Pizza. that. Yeah, yeah, he kind of predicted that. So uh, Roger Ebert, smart man. Yeah, uh, him and uh, Gene Siskel gave Mystic Pizza two thumbs up. Oh, mm-hmm. I always thought that was a bad rating system because it's like, yeah, it's just two thumbs. So I mean, for all we know, that could be a C plus. Like one person could do that with both their thumbs. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like, what happens if you have one thumb up and one thumb down? Yeah, it means you kind of liked it, but you kind of didn't like well, it. Well, wouldn't. What about no thumbs? I'm just like... Yep, hated it. No thumbs is worse than one thumb up, one thumb down? Yeah, because one thumb up means you kind of liked it. Two thumbs up means you greatly enjoyed it. Okay, wait. Is one thumb down and one thumb up better or worse than just a thumbs down? Well, then where's the other thumb? It's just by your side. I want to know what the other thumb thinks. So I guess... uh, it's holding a broom. One yeah. thumb down would be almost the same as one thumb down and one thumb up, but then at that point you don't want to know what the other thumb thinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, do you think we're gonna like this movie? Uh, I think we're gonna, you know, we're going to appreciate it a lot more than some other people today can appreciate Mystic Pizza since we're going through it one minute at a time. Uh-huh. So I think that I will enjoy this on a way different level than anybody else on Earth. We're going <laughs> to... Yeah, no, I think you're right. Do you think if we were watching it ordinarily, we'd like this movie? Yeah, I think so. I'd be like, now I saw Mystic Pizza, cool. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to just about do it for the first episode of Mystic Pizza Minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got 106 more of these where that came from. Oh, yeah, people. Tune on in next time.